Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is your co-host Jason, and you are listening to a very packed main menu for the 22nd of December, 2017. Janine gives us three different segments on the new features in Seeing AI and comparing with other apps we know and love. Randy talks about setup and support with his Sonos One speakers, and yours truly gives you the unboxing of a refurbished Pixel C Android tablet. On behalf of all of us on the Main Menu team, we wish you all happy holidays and a happy new year. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone, it's Janine, and we are going to have a little bit of fun today by challenging that Swiss army knife of apps seeing AI. And as you probably all know, unless you have been hiding under a very large Christmas tree right now, um, Seeing AI has been updated with some new channels. We now have the color preview, the light preview, the currency preview, and the handwriting preview. Yay! And we're going to challenge all of those but the handwriting today because, believe it or not, I do not have one piece of handwritten correspondence in this house. Let's start out by opening up Seeing AI, and we're gonna start with probably the easiest channel, and that is the light detection channel. And we're gonna challenge the light detection capability today with another app that, yes, is still around and is still very useful, and that is Light Detector. Let's go ahead and fire up Seeing AI. Okay, and we'll see what channel we are on. Channel, short text. Adjustable. And I'm just going to flick up till I get to light. Document. Private. Person. Currency preview. Scene preview. Color preview. Handwriting preview. Light. Okay. And I'm in my office now and it's daytime and I am facing the wall. So I'm just going to turn very... And now we're facing my monitor. Almost sounds like a Christmas carol. I'm turning away from my monitor toward my windows now. And I'm turning back toward my wall without windows. And we're gonna do a 360 here. Coming to my hallway, and there is a skylight out in the hallway. There's my computer monitor, my other computer monitor on my left side. And here we are back to the beginning again. Okay, and I am going to turn my desk light on. There's my desk light, and there's my desk light off. Now, what do we see on the screen here? I'm just gonna flick. Okay, so very quietly, under the music, we have the standard seeing AI screen that just says quick help. Let's see, we have menu, quick help, pause announcements, and there's our light channel. So I'm going to just turn off seeing AI. And now we're going to ask our digital friend here, hey Siri, open light detector. Okay, here is light detector, a little bit different tone. Um, Seeing AI uses musical notes, and for those of you who are musically inclined, um, you can tell that this app does not. So I'm going to start spinning around here with Light Detector. There's my computer monitor. Almost sounds like a police siren. There are my windows. Okay, and I'm still spinning, and now I'm at my back wall, which is um, just a wall. Come into my hallway there with the light and my sidewall. And then we're going to come up to my other computer here. There we see it. Monitor. And we are back to ground zero. Now let me go ahead and turn on my desk lamp. There we go. Desk lamp is on. Desk lamp is off. Now let's take a look at the screen for light detector. 13%. Ah, that gives us a percentage of the light that our camera is seeing. That's probably the one thing that Light Detector has that Seeing AI does not, and that's that light percentage. 
Hey, Main Menu listeners, Jason Castingway, your co-host here, and I am with none other than the Big R. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Randy here. Yes. Nice to be here and with you guys. We're going to talk about something you've been up to, uh, from what I understand, some speakers and some support yep. that went along with setting up of those speakers. So why don't you tell us yep. about it? All right. I will um, tell you about uh, support and all that kind of stuff. You know, setting up a pair of some speakers is really very easy. But sometimes you do need support, especially if you're hooking up a sound bar, mm-hmm. because I was working with my talking Sony Rebel TV, and I couldn't get the sound to come through the speakers at all, you know, through the sound bar. Couldn't get any sound. I I got the <laughs> musical backtrack coming through beautifully through my speakers. Now, I don't have them mounted as of yet, and we are speaking in December is the 21st as we're putting this together. And as of yet, I still don't have them mounted, but I had to plug them in and put one in one room and one in another one just to make sure that they were still working. And so the back tracks, which are actually the side tracks, because I just don't have them mounted yet, uh, but uh, artificially they're supposed to be you know, in, in back of you, but we're just speaking sort of in... Um, you know, just to make sure that they were actually working. And they're working beautifully. They're working just great. Now, what speakers are these again? These are the Sonos Ones. Ah, okay. And uh, I couldn't get the sound bar working. I also have a Sonos Play Bar. And uh, no TV audio was coming through it at all. And I did everything that I knew how to do, which is usually the case when I can't do something. I (laughs) Then I call support. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. So I called Sonos and the individual was really eager to help. He found out uh, that I was a uh, voiceover user and a blind person, which goes along one hand with the, with the other, uh, you know, trying to figure out what to do with the TV that spoke. And, you know, there's, so there was a few things to work around. And he said, you know, I could just patch into your computer and uh, or or something and we could use the Sonos app light on the TV and on the computer uh, through the TV and I said I just really don't want to go through all that because I really don't like the interface with the computer as well as I do with the iPhone so can we just can you just tell me what to do and he said sure you got a Sony TV I said yes I do he said well when somebody says that, I always think, uh-oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep. He goes, how old is it? And I said, it's, you know, just a few months old. And he goes, uh, oh, good. He said, you actually cannot get it to work until you go into the setup surround in your TV. And then a little light went on inside my head. And I went, oh, yeah. <sighs> so he told me um, that uh, once I'm in there, turn surround on. And that will... Uh, automatically, uh, th- you can force it to go to to a specific component. But he said, if you just hit automatic, it should just detect it. And he said, do you want me to stay online while we, while uh, you get it set up? And I go, no, I I don't want to waste your time, and it's going to take me a little time to rearrange everything so I could do it. And he said, well, here's my direct number. Just let me know if there's any issues. And I said, all right, sounds great. So uh, we hung up. And I immediately sent him a thanks through their support team because they always send you an email. How did we do? You know, they really want to know. So I wanted to see if it would work first. And I I went into surround in the TV and hit switch automatically to surround sound. And it didn't work. It just didn't work. And I didn't want to call him because I didn't want to disappoint him or whatever. So I shut the TV off, and then I, I don't know, I went and did something else for a couple of minutes, and then I was kind of upset, so I turned the TV back on, take another crack at it, and it said, interfacing surround sound, and I went, all right. So then all of a sudden, the back speakers flicked on, and I haven't had a problem since. Fabulous. Yeah. Wow. It was uh, just great. Great support, and I just thought I'd relate that story because... If you can't get your surround sound to work, go to your TV and look for settings and turn it on. Very, very important to do. Uh, Sometimes automatically, some TVs will do it, but even my Fire TV, you have to go in and just uh, adjust surround. So I kind of should have known that, but when you're setting something up new, you kind of don't remember all of the stuff, you know? Sure. Yeah. Well, great. I look forward to hearing this demo. 
Oh, it's it's just it was a lot of fun to do, and I look forward for everybody to hear it. And uh, thanks for having me on. Hello, everybody. I am going to do a demonstration of setting up the Sonos One. This differs from the Sonos Play One in that it has built-in echo support. There are actually microphones built into the Sonos One and it can pick you up when you are near them. It uh, does not require an extra echo device like the dot or the echo or any of the other products. It's self-contained. So you can just say what you want into the speaker itself and the microphones will pick it up. Now I'm going to go through the actual setup so that you can follow along with me. Not necessarily to actually hook it up yourself but it should give you some aid into figuring out how to do it. Now this is the first time I have ever hooked up the Sonos One uh, and to uh, use it you can either use a computer or you can use an iOS device and I choose to use the iOS device because there are some accessibility issues with the computer now it is not impossible to do it you can do it but I just find the iPhone easier before we start I am recording on the APH Bookport Plus so the first thing I'm going to do is grab my iPhone. Okay, we're going to go to the next button. Double tap it. Wait for the green flashing light before continuing. Padding. It might take a minute for the light on your speaker to start flashing green. Continue. Button. I cannot see the light. It's been plugged in for about a minute now. So we'll just go with the... I'm unsure about the light. Look back. Button. We'll just go with the continue button. Continue button. Continue. Player setup. Heading. We found one new player near you. One black. Set up this player button. And that's what we want. One black. And yes, we do want that. One black. Set up this player button. Set up this player. Double tap. Press button on one. Heading. Now I have to press the button on the back. Press and release the button as shown below and listen for the chime. Okay, I'm going to press the button right now. Connecting, and I'm on the next part of the setup on the screen. So, so far, success. I'm going to flick to the right. Please wait while the connection is completed. In progress. In progress. Okay, now we're waiting for the connection to be completed. Boy, the bass notes sound pretty, pretty bassy for a smaller speaker. Added one, heading. You are now ready to choose the room the one will be used in. Okay, so we have to choose the room. You are now ready to choose the room the one will be used in. Next, button. How would you like to use your one? In a new room, button. Surround speaker for home theater button. Surround speaker for home theater. Button. Okay, so we want uh, surround speaker for home theater. In new surround speaker for home theater button. Surround speaker for add surround heading. You're about to add surrounds to an existing play bar that was already tuned with TruePlay. You will need to tune the surrounds and play bar together later in the setup process. Back button. Next button. Okay, we're gonna go hit next. Add surround speaker heading. Please select which surround speaker this one will be. Left button. Right, We're going to do a left speaker. Double tap. Added left surround heading. Added to one as the left surround speaker. Next button. Next. Next. Surround setup heading. To enable surround sound, please add another one as the right surround speaker. Add right surround button. Settings. Settings heading. Done button. Add a player or SUV button. Add a boost or bridge button. Add a player or SUV button. Connect to power heading. And short note, don't cancel, button, next, button. Wait for the green flashing light before continuing, heading. It might take continue. I'm unsure about the continue, button. Sorry. We found one new player near you. One, black. 
Set up this player button. Back button. Set up this player button. Press button on one heading. We should hear it a lot louder now because I'm right next to the speaker. So I'm going to press the button, and when we hear the chime, that will mean that we get a response from the speaker. So again, I'm pressing the button. Connecting, heading. Please wait while the connection is completed. And again, we're waiting. Added one, heading. You are now ready to choose the room the one will be used in. Next button. Next button. You are now ready to add it one. Added one. Heading. You are now ready. Next button. You next button. Next. One setup. Heading. How would you like to use your one? In a new room. Button. Surround speaker for home theater. Button. Surround speaker for add surround. Heading. You're about to add surrounds to an existing play bar that was already tuned with true play. Cap Y. You will need to tune the surrounds and play bar together later in the setup. Back button. Next button. Add surround speaker. Heading. Please select which surround speaker this one will be. Left button, right button. All right, we did the left. Let's do the right. Added right surround heading. Added to one as the right surround speaker. Finishing up. Updating heading. Your so to continue. But your Sonos products are now up to date. Headed continue button. Continue. Please wait heading. Please wait heading. Preparing the speakers in this room to work together. This may take a minute. Registering products heading. In progress. It's registering to my account. Registering products. Heading. Tune your speakers. Heading. Custom tune your speakers with TruePlay so you get great sound no matter where you place them. Continue. Button. Continue. TruePlay tuning coming soon. Heading. TruePlay tuning is not yet supported for this iPhone. Oh. So TruePlay doesn't work with the iPhone 8 yet, but it will. Add Amazon Alexa speaker as heading. So we're going to add Amazon Alexa. Let's start by signing into Amazon account. Sign into Amazon button. Sign into Amazon. This may take a minute in progress. Alert. Sonos wants to open Amazon. Cancel button. Sonos adding Sonos. This may take a minute. If your Amazon can't, Sonos, adding elect Sonos. The microphones are on and ready to listen. Heading. Just as easy as that. Alexa, play some 80s music on Living Room. Here's a station for 80s music. All 80s. From Amazon Music. Playing on Living Room. Alexa, play Chris Isaac on Living Room. Shuffling songs by Chris Isaac on Living Room. Text Bill Tillery. What do you want to say? I just got everything paired with Sonos, period. Oh my God, period. Your message to Bill Tillery says... I just got everything paired with Sonos. Oh my god. Ready to send it? Yes. I'll send your message. Now it's time for the other really sought after feature. Not that any of them are uh, unsought after in seeing AI, but currency reader. So I've got three bills here. And we're going to, we have our standby device to verify these bills. And that is the ever popular iBill. Uh, the currency reader that's given out by the Treasury. And actually, I have the original, one of the original iBills sitting here. So, i got my three bills here. And I'm going to, they're a little crumpled. Uh, a little, look like they've been in somebody's wallet for a while. So I'm going to straighten that one out. And we're in the currency channel. So let's see what we get. 20 US dollars. Ah, 20 US dollars. Now I have my desk light on for that one. So I turned on my desk light because it's a little dark in here. Now this bill, my $20 bill was, was lengthwise. It was completely unfolded and it was in portrait mode. So this one I'm gonna have in landscape mode and it's folded in half. So it can only see part of the bill. And let's see what it makes of it. I'm about three inches away from the bill. And let's see, I'm now gonna turn it in. One US dollar. 
one US dollar. Okay, put that aside. And then here is my final bill. One US dollar. Okay, so I have one dollar, one dollar, and twenty dollars. All right, now we're going to go to our other currency identification app, Money Reader. Page two of app, dog, seeing AI, Money Reader. Okay, here's Money Reader. Now we're going to go with money our money. first bill. $20. $20. Oh, there's our 20. Here's our second bill that was folded in half, and I'm going to present it the same way. Fold it in half. Make sure it can see the bill. And this is the part you have to remember your camera is in the upper right corner of your phone. Now it seems to be having a little trouble seeing this bill. So I'm going to unfold it. This is the one that was folded in half. $5. $5. Oh, that's a $5 bill. Now, before it told us that bill was a one. And here's our $1. final $1. bill. It's a $1. All right. So, so we have the seeing eye currency reader that tells us we have a 20, a one, and a one. And we have money reader, which tells us we have a 20, a five, and a one. Let's see what I bill says. Okay, here is our first bill. I'm taking these all in order, too, folks. So. Nobody's going out of order, and this guy is really crumply. 20. Okay, that's the 20. And I'm going to fold him back up like a 20. Okay, and now we're going to take the second bill. This is the bill that was in dispute. This one was folded in half, and I ended up unfolding it for both apps. So let's see what iBill says. Oops. Oh, I think I've got a corner crinkled on that end. So let's try the other end. That end had a corner folded down. Let's see if I can get it in here straight. There we go. Five. Aha! A five. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, and our final bill. Let's see what it is. One. A one. So the Seeing AI currency preview, and I think that's your keyword right there, preview, is just that. And as both of these money reading apps say, uh, please have someone verify your currency always. And of course, both apps also tell you they cannot identify counterfeit money. Hey everyone, Jason here. I am here to do another one of my unboxings. I haven't done one in a long time. The last time, you may remember, was when I unboxed the Amazon Kindle Fire tablet. Well, I have here another tablet. It's a refurbished Google Pixel C tablet. And I just wanted to get the Android experience direct from Google and see how it feels and all this stuff. And I wanted to share that with all of you. I'm going to get started. I have here two boxes. There is the tablet box and then a keyboard which attaches to it if I want to use it. And the pretty cool thing about this keyboard is that it charges via the magnetic connection between it and the tablet. So you don't have to worry about charging it. That is pretty sweet. So let's get the shrink wrap off of this tablet box. Yes, yes, yes. Kind of like an early Christmas present here. And looking at this box, ah, it looks like it's going to open similar to packages from Apple where you just simply let, you know, hold on to the lid and let the bottom work its way loose. I'm going to continue. It's pretty tight, though. Um, there we go. Put this over here. And yes, I feel a very nice looking tablet in here. The tablet is wrapped very similarly to the way Apple products are wrapped inside underneath the lid of the box. And then underneath the tablet is a sheet that is probably like a brochure of telling you how to quickly get started. And below that I have a, looks like a charger of some kind. And it's kind of big. Okay, a uh, wall charger. And the other end is a USB-C connection. 
This tablet is charged via USB-C, and I imagine that serves multiple purposes. And holding the charger in that little quick start thing was a plastic tray. And I'm trying to see if the plastic tray lifts as well, if there's anything underneath that. Yeah, I can't seem to get under there. So, okay, that's enough of that. Let's keep the charger out. I wish the USB-C cable detached from the charger. I think that is my only first, uh, not gripe exactly, but my first observation. There we go. Um, and preference would be that this USB-C would detach so you can plug it directly into a hub or something like that. I'm trying to get the tape off of this cable. Oh, I see that I might actually have my wish. I'm not sure what's going on here. The end of the cable looks like it splits in some fashion, so I need to explore that. Hold on, let me just get this other tape off. Now, how does this cable work? Let's see. Okay, it's got what appears to be... I see why it looked like a split, but it, it's not. It's a little hook so that when you're curling up the wire for storage, you can connect it to itself and have it be all nice and neat. But yes, I will have to plug this in. I was wanting to plug it in and get it charging while I am talking with you. Before I get started with all that, let me take the wrapping off of the tablet. Ooh. This is always very exciting. Okay. I'm feeling underneath the tablet because I thought there might be a Google logo underneath, and there may very well be, but it is not tactile. Feeling that there are a couple of buttons on this tablet, and doesn't appear to be a home button, but there is what feels kind of like on iOS devices, a sleep-wake button near the top. I believe that helps orient me so that I'm holding it in portrait mode at the you know on the very top right is that sleep wake button on the top left is the USB-C port on the right hand side uh, right near the top is another push button of some kind or is it a switch I do not know it feels more like a button and then on the bottom edge it's some kind of speaker feeling thing Oh, I see there's a speaker on the top edge as well between the sleep-wake button and the USB-C port, so maybe that's where the stereo comes from. Now, I almost forgot. I have the keyboard box here as well. I think to keep things organized and we're still doing the unboxing portion, I'm going to open this keyboard box. There's a little tab with perforations that I can peel off to get the cover started or the opening going. And, okay, this looks pretty simple to pull out. There's a tab on the inside I can just pull on. Maybe, there we go. Ah, okay, and it's coming out on a tray. Okay, here we go. Got the keyboard out. And there's some brochure material in here too on the tray. I'm gonna keep the tray in the box. The keyboard is also wrapped in a way that reminds me of Apple. It's got the shiny wrapping here. So we have a keyboard here. It has magnets on it because it's stuck to my metal partition here that I have in front of me. That's interesting. <laughs> it's got the markings on the F and the J and the keys have a nice feel to them. Very good, okay. And it's got a number row. I don't feel any F keys or anything like that. It's got feet on it, and it's also metal, like the tablet. And I'm not going to explore so much of it at the moment. I just, I'm glad to have it for the show. I wanna get going on getting this thing talking. Oh, and I just found on the back edge, right near the top where the sleep-wake button is, is the camera lens. Okay, it's plugged in. I just need to get the USB-C portion plugged into the tablet. And we have a pretty good amount of cord, as long as it doesn't 
apparently it's snagging on something right now. There we go. Okay, so I have a pretty good amount of cord. I'm going to plug it in, and I imagine it will start to power up. And from what I understand, I once I know that it's powered up, I can use two fingers held down on the screen to activate TalkBack. By the way, this tablet is 10.2 inches diagonal, so it feels very much like an iPad. Similar thickness, although I think the new iPads are pretty darn thin. The corners are pretty sharp, 90-degree angle corners, slightly rounded. And, oh, there's a headphone jack on here, too. Oh, that's good. I believe this has a quad-core processor, but I don't remember what it's called. Maybe 32 gigs of memory, or is it 64? I really don't remember what I have at the moment. Let's just hold two fingers down and see what happens. Oh, that was my phone. Continue touching the screen until you hear a beep to enable accessibility mode. Perfect. Accessible talk back on. Talkback is a screen reader primarily for people with blindness and low vision. It allows interaction with the device using spoken feedback. Accessibility tutorial. Talkback tutorial. Showing items 1 to 5 of 5. Okay, and I'm just going to flick to the right. Talkback tutorial. Talkback is a screen reader. Lesson 1. Basic navigation. Touch to explore. Swipe to explore. Double tap to activate. Enlist. 5 items. Okay. Learn lesson one button. Practice lesson one button. Lesson two, scrolling, two finger scrolling, jumping forward and backward. Okay, I'm just going, apparently it's showing me the list of lessons here. I don't know if I'm going to play with each one because I'm somewhat familiar with the gestures and I just want to get an idea of how this all works. I have a feeling it's not the latest version of TalkBack either. So I kind of want to get through this and get setting up and get the thing updated but um, wanted to give you an idea. Let's keep looking at the lessons here. Learn lesson two button. Practice lesson two button. I don't know what the difference... Double tap to activate. I don't know what the difference between learning and... Learn lesson to practice lesson practicing two Practicing is. Lesson three, talkback menus, global talkback menu, local talkback menu. Okay, that could be something interesting to learn. Learn lesson three button. Practice lesson three button. Lesson four, text navigation, choosing text navigation settings. Learn lesson four button. Practice lesson four button. Lesson five, text editing, activating and edit box, typing, moving a cursor, selecting and acting on text. Okay. Learn lesson five, practice lesson five button. Now I'm Double already noticing, um, you may remember that one of my observations with the Fire tablet is that I couldn't use small gestures and what I mean is I couldn't just flick a little bit. I had to swipe pretty far to register that flick, and that is in comparison with the iPhone that I've been so used to using. On this device, it appears that it is similar to iOS. I don't have to flick very much, and that is a relief. I don't want to have to use huge hand motions, and that is in no way diminishing what the Fire tablets do, and maybe with improvements to software and things, that has changed a lot since the year and a half when I reviewed it. So I'm going to just go through lesson three. There was the talkback, I think. Lesson three, talkback menus, global talkback menu, local talkback menu. I'm going to do that because that just sounds a little unfamiliar. I double tapped on that and nothing happened. I think it's because it actually wants me to double tap on the learn or practice. So let me see what learn does. Learn lesson three button. Lesson three, talkback menus. Part one, global talkback menu. Talkback has two different menus. The first, the global talkback menu, always contains the same commands. You can activate it by moving a single finger down, then right in a single motion, then raising your finger. Activate a practice version now. Tutorial home, lesson three, talkback part one, global talkback to the right. menu. Talkback head so. down, then right. Previous button, part one of two. Next button. Oh, so I think, I think it activate. actually wants me to do that gesture right now. So the down, then right. And that is interesting about Android. They have some gestures that are maybe different from what we're used to on iOS, but allow you to do some really neat things. So I'm going to go down and to the right. Menu options are listed vertically in the middle of the screen. Try exploring. When you are done, activate cancel. Global context menu. Talkback. Showing items 1 to 10 of 10. Perfect. Okay. Just going to explore the screen. 
Read from top, in list, 10 items. Read from next item. Repeat last utterance. Spell last utterance. Copy last utterance to clipboard. Pause feedback. Talk back settings. Text to speech settings. Dim screen. Wow. Describe the menu. Okay. Double tap to activate. Very cool. I forget how it told me to quit this menu. Uh, let's see. Characters. Capital D. E. E. Oops, I Echo. activated something here. Default. Uh, Dim screen. Describe cancel button out of list. Oh, cancel button. Okay. Next button. Talk back tutorial. Lesson three. Talk back menus. Part two. Local talk back menu. The second menu is the local talk back menu. The items in this menu are different depending on what you last heard. You can activate this menu by moving a single finger up, then right in a single motion, then raising your finger. Activate a practice menu now. Oh, good. So this one is the same, but up and to the right instead of down and to the right. So I'll try that. Menu options are listed vertically in the middle of the screen. Try exploring. When you are done, activate cancel, cancel, talkback. Describe the menu. Double tap to activate. Let's see. Cancel button. Describe the menu. Cancel button. Oh, that seems to be Describe the only the like contextual item Double here. Tap to activate. Describe the menu. And I guess that's what we heard. I'm going to try double tapping there. Menu options are listed vertically in the middle of the screen. Try exploring. When you are done, activate cancel. Showing oh, okay. item one of one. Yeah, only one item. Okay, if I had listened, I would have known cancel that. Cancel button. <laughs> okay, cancel. Talk back tutorial. Now we're back on the main screen, maybe? Up, then right. Up, then right. Oh, I did do that. Menu options are listed vertically in the middle of the screen. Okay. Try exploring. When you are done, activate cancel. Local context menu. Talk back. Showing items 1 to 5 of 5. Oh, okay. So I'm going to explore the screen here. Default in list 5 items. Characters. Words. Paragraphs. Describe the menu. Oh, okay. Word. Character default. Local context menu. Out of list. Looks like I can tell it how I want to navigate or something like that. So I'm going to go to cancel here if I can find it. Default in list character word paradis cancel button out of list. I would like to know exactly where Double that tap cancel to button is. Describe the menu in list five items. I don't see Double the tap to cancel activate. button. Cancel button oh, okay, out on of the list. lower right. Okay. Up then right. Talk back tutorial. Next button. Okay, and I can go Double to the next to if I want. Lesson three, talkback menus. Part three, practice. Move your finger down, then right to activate the global talkback menu. Move your finger up, then right to activate the local talkback menu. Okay, I already did that. I'm not too keen on continuing to do that. I'm tutorial pretty familiar. I think I'm pretty happy with the tutorial that I've gotten. I'm sure it would guide me very well through some other gestures and things. If any of you provide feedback, I'd be happy to go over some other things. But so far, this is familiar enough to me that I'm not going to take much more time, if any, on this tutorial. I want to move along here, and i got to find an exit button, maybe. Lesson 3, Part 3, Practice. Next lesson button. Previous button. Global talk back menu, down then right. Local talk, move your finger. Part 3, practice. Lesson, okay, tutorial home see. button. Next lesson button. Uh, Double paragraphs. No, no. Let's see. Next lesson. Next lesson. Previous. 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 <sighs> My goodness. I just Global want... Global talk back menu, down then right. Local talk back menu, up then right. Default. There doesn't appear to be an end button. Now, I'm just going to hit this little side button that I mentioned, because I still don't know what it does. Screen off. Oh, that apparently puts it to sleep. Well, I don't want to do that. What if I go Double tap back? to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. Welcome. Oh, here we go. I'm on a welcome screen now. Welcome. Language, English, United States button. Oh, now it appears I Double just had to back to out activate. of the tutorial. I didn't realize that. So they didn't provide an exit button. All you have to do is use the back button. Interesting. So now I appear to be on a setup screen. Welcome. Language, English, United States button. Let's go button. Vision settings button. 
Double okay. So I have a few different things that Language. you can do. Let's go button. So I'm going to hit let's go. Double tap to activate. Welcome to your Pixel C. Welcome to your Pixel C in list four items. Copy your data from an iPhone registered sign or Android device or the cloud. Set up as new. Get a fresh start. Double tap to activate. I think I'm going to set up as new. Welcome to your copy your data from an iPhone I'm curious how you would copy your data from an iPhone, though. Uh, that's interesting. I do not know how that would work. And I don't need all that stuff copied. I'll set up as new and sync all of that later. Set up as new. Get, get connected. Good. Okay, now they're going to do the Wi-Fi thing, I bet. Get connected in list five items. To continue setup, connect to a network. See all Wi-Fi networks. Don't use any network. So see, let's see all Wi-Fi. Select Wi-Fi. I'm just flicking and double tapping, by the way. So I want Jcast. Add new IP address, MAC address, 80A589AEB2A7. Select Wi-Fi. Let's see. Add IP address, MAC address, 80A589AE. I need. MAC address. MAC address. Lines. Oops. Paragraph. Default. IP address add new net select Wi-Fi. Weird, I don't add new net IP address unavailable. Mac select Wi-Fi. I don't add see any network. here. How strange. IP address IP I don't Mac see the Wi-Fi networks here. Select Wi-Fi. Do I have to double tap that? No. That didn't do anything. Select double tap to activate. Oh, see, I wonder if it's not accessible. I think it's showing me the Wi-Fi, but it is not saying what they are. But when I get to the space, it, it says double tap to activate. That's interesting. Select. See, you can hear that double space there. Activate. So I'm going to double tap and just see what it says. Showing password keyboard. Now. Not checked. Show pass edit password. Password. I was hoping it would show me enter the password for the network. Uh, edit box, editing, password. That's strange. Not checked, show, drop down list, advanced options. Double tap to expand. Cancel button, connect button, disabled. I wish it would show me which network I'm connecting to because I want to know. Cancel button. Double tap to activate. I'm going to hit cancel. I'm going to try a couple of things. This is really interesting. Keyboard hit. Select Wi-Fi in list seven items. DAN add new network. DANNI. Oh, weird. Now it's going to read Double them? Tap to act. Select Wi-Fi. Not all of them. DAN add new IP address. MAC add DANNI. It reads this Danny Double one. Tap to activate. I don't know why the others don't read. I have Jcast Select Wireless. Double oh. tap to activate. Showing items one to six of six. Okay, I'm going to go up and to the right for that context menu. Local context menu. Talkback. Showing items 1 to 5 of 5. Local context menu. Default in list 5 items. Characters. Words. Lines. No. Paragraphs. Okay, cancel no, button not, out of list. That's not what I was hoping it would do. Okay. Select Wi-Fi. Select Wi-Fi. Wow. Double tap to add characters. Capital J. Juliet. Oh. Capital A. S. I can capital, spell it. Capital A. Um, I if I go if I navigate to the to the blank sounding space I can then go by words well maybe not words it doesn't want to pronounce it but I can spell it capital J capital A T capital J capital C A S capital C A capital J Juliet what is going on it doesn't capital C A S T Capital J, capital C, A. It just reads Jcast. It doesn't want to do Jcast wireless. Oh, that's interesting. So I don't know if I'm connecting to the 24 or the 5 network. But for now, in the interest of getting this completed, I'm going to enter the password. I'm just going to guess that it's one of my networks. Dot, 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 oh goodness! Dot, All the keyboard is reading dot, is dot. dot, shift, dot I've heard of enabled. this, 
and I know there's some way to work around it. Oh, you know what? I think I can. I think if I just Local tell it to show the, the password, it will uh, let the letter Drop speak. Show password Check. Showing password. So keyboard. I'm going Shift. to delete Done. these characters. Delete. 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 And now we're going to type. Q. Yes, now F I can hear the letters. Okay, so good. Shift. Now I can Shift. type. Capital A. Capital A. Done. Good. P. Papa. L. 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 Okay, so now I got my password Shift. in. I'm going to hit keyboard. connect. Drop down list advanced check. Show password. Drop down. Cancel button. Connect button. Keyboard hidden. Select Wi-Fi. Okay. Showing items 1 to 6 of 6. Checking for updates. Oh, good. Checking for updates. That's what I want. In the interest of saving time and allowing for other segments in this episode of Main Menu, I decided to do away with the rest of the setup process. It might have gotten a little boring anyway, as I was moving my way through some pretty mundane stuff. But I can tell you that it all went pretty smoothly thereafter. I had to sign into my Google account, and then it presented me with the privacy statement and showed me pretty clearly what Google would do with my data and how I could enable or disable certain functions. After I got through with that, it brought me to the security screen, which showed me different ways I could secure my device using a PIN or a password or a pattern. I didn't bother to figure out what that was, but I thought that was interesting. And some other options. I found out during that process that the top button is a rocker switch and controls the volume. After the security screen, it brought me to another screen called Anything Else? And there were a number of things I could do, like go right to the Google Play Store and get more apps or customize some other features. And the one thing I wanted to do once I saw the option on that screen was get OK Google up and running. And that allows me to query Google by simply saying OK Google. The process for setting that up was very straightforward and very accessible. It explained what I was needing to do, and I hit the record button, and all I had to do was say, OK, Google, three times. Once I did that, it immediately said, you're all set, and brought me back to the Anything Else screen. And from there, I just said I was done, or something to that effect, and I got brought to my home screen, where I could then proceed to go to settings and get the device updated. I did find out that I was running Android Nougat 7.1.1. I was able to upgrade to Android Oreo 8.1.0. And everything is running smoothly. Uh, lots of apps have updated. I've gotten all sorts of apps you might expect like Audible and Kindle, Netflix and Dropbox, all sorts of apps. And they're all working quite well. I thought I would be able to just connect the keyboard magnetically and it would work, but I actually had to pair it with Bluetooth, and that worked out pretty well once I understood what I needed to do. Remember how I was getting the dot, dot, dot on the keyboard? Well, that no longer happens now that I've updated. I don't know if it was a TalkBack update or an Android OS update which fixed that. I don't think it was necessarily broken. I think it was just a different implementation of securely entering passwords. I could hit that show password button as I did earlier, or I could have plugged in headphones and then upon detection of headphones, it would have revealed the keyboard. Now I don't seem to get that anymore. So that's my update for now. If there's anything you want to know or you want me to try doing, please let me know and I will see what I can do. Thanks so much. And our final challenge. This is probably the hardest one, I think, for any app, and it's color detection. I think we've all wished and hoped for a good color detection app on the iPhone, given the really superior nature of the iPhone camera. So I have a bunch of stuff here. I have some. I'll explain to you the items first. So I have my fanny pack, which is various shades of blue, and then it's got some white reflective stripes, and then it's got some black around the, the strap and the sides. Then I have a pair of pajamas, and the bottom to the pajamas are white with black Labradors on them and little red yellow bean coats. Yes, I know. <laughs> then I have the pajama top, which is uh, red, 
and then I have my crossbody purse here, which is the shade is called citrus yellow. It's been described as anywhere from neon green to pollen, if you know the apple watch band colors. So it's kind of a greenish yellow, bright, very bright color. So we're just going to see what these apps make of these colors. So we're going to start with the Seeing AI color detection app. Channel. And let's move Android to that preview. channel. Adjustable. Now, this one comes on right away. So it's detecting colors in real time. And you want to be about half a forearm length. So about maybe six inches away from the thing that you're looking at. And if your flashlight is on, it's going to reflect light and everything is going to be white. So I am now about six inches away from the fanny pack. Color preview, turquoise. Turquoise, I'm just going to move the camera turquoise now. Turquoise and white. Okay, there's the white stripe. Turquoise. White. There's a part of this that... Green. Hmm, green? Green I don't, and white. I don't think so. Black. And there's the black Gray. part of it. So we're gonna, just going to move turquoise. back here. Okay. Black and turquoise. I'm going to put this down on the table for a minute so I can move that out of the way. There we go. Okay, now we are, and as you see, it just keeps going. Now we're at the pajama pants. So I'm going to spread these out. We're just going to look at the leg here. Wide. Okay. White and red. White and red. Wide. And I'm just moving the camera around a little bit. White and gray. White and gray. Wide. White and gray. So it is actually Wide. seeing the different colors here. So now we're just going to move Brown. the red shirt here. Red. Red. Yeah. That, Pink. Hmm, only Red. on a fold. <laughs> there we go. So that shirt. And Brown. finally, my Black. obnoxious green purse. Here we go. Yellow. Yellow does not surprise me because this is this is one of those colors that's really hard to tell. So Green. there we go. Brown. Green on the very edge. Okay. So now we have that particular and we're gonna go in reverse order now since I have the, the purse up here. For our next app, it performs fairly similarly in that it is on when the minute that you uh, open the app, it starts trying to identify color. And that one is called Color Inspector. It's been around for quite a while. Hey Siri, open Color Inspector. Magic tab to Inspector. Menu. Button. Mustard seed. Dijon. 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 Oh. Dijon. Dijon. How interesting. Dijon? Dijon? Dijon. Um, I don't Light think olive. so. Oh. Oh, there Light, olive. Light? Light olive. Light All right. Well, that's Dijon. interesting. Now I'm just going to put that down on the counter. We'll get our shirt. Pajama Black. top here. Black. Dark red. Yep, red. That's Black. about the only thing you can Black. get out of that. Black. Now we get our pajama Black. bottoms here. My Black. goodness. Black. This is quite Black. the adventure. Black. Okay. Black. Here we go. Linen. Scent. Tan. Ivory. Gray. Scent. Scent. And I'm moving Scent. to hopefully Scent. get the picture Scent. of the lab Scent. here. Tan. Sand. Scent. Tan. Black. Black. Dark gray. There's Scent. Linen. Sand. Interesting. Sand. Dark brown. Okay. Dark so it didn't ever actually black. see those as white. Black. Now black. we'll get to black. Black. my fanny pack black. here. Finally, black. the fanny black. pack. Sand. Okay. Sky blue. Dark teal. Deep blue. Charcoal. Brown. Sand. Sand. Slate blue. Dark teal. Slate blue. Dark gray. Black. Black. Okay. So. I would say, given the fact that this material on this fanny pack is reflective and a little bit shiny and it's got two really reflective white stripes on it, I would say that that did a pretty good job with all of that. those. The pajama bottoms were probably the worst, and I'm going to fold them here so that they are showing the same thing every time, because I tried to get the same part every time, but didn't always work out that way. So next, I'm going to try an app that 
is fairly clunky, but actually surprisingly accurate, especially with patterns. And that app is called Examine Selection or Examine Color Selection. I've seen it under both names. So we're gonna pull that up right now. Hey Siri, open selection. Explanation button is located at the top of the screen. Examine button is at the bottom. Voice stop button is at the bottom right of the explanation button. Again, got to move about six inches away, and I'm going Exam to. Button. It is Exam the camera button. mode. Camera chooser. Okay. Now, button. like I said, this is clunky. It brings up the old Take camera screen, and then we have in the lower right-hand corner a. Use photo. Button. Use photo. Now, it is the calculation processing. Please wait. Deep blue background and beige and black horizontal stripes. Deep blue background and beige and black horizontal stripes. Aha. So this is instead of being able to move something over uh, an object like we did with seeing AI and color inspector, this one takes a picture on the spot of what it's seeing. And here it saw the actual zipper and that's the horizontal stripe. So we're just going to move this down and now we will go to our pajama bottoms and let's see what we get here. Okay, let's just move it up here so it can see the whole thing. Examine button. It is the Examine. camera mode. Flash. Take picture button. Use photo button. Now, Use it photo. is the calculation button. processing. Please wait. White background and dark brown and dull red. Other pattern. White background and dark brown and dull red. Other pattern. So when it says other pattern, it can tell stripes, I believe, and I think it might be able to tell dots, I, I don't recall. But anything that's an other pattern, it will try to discern all of the colors in that other pattern, which is pretty cool, actually. I have a Fair Isle sweater that it got uh, a lot of the colors on. There were like four or five of them. I was amazed. So now we're on the pajama top. And... Examine button. It is the camera Flash. mode. On. Take picture, button. Okay, and then we'll go to our Use lower. Button. Now, it is the calculation processing. Button. Please wait. Vivid red background, plain color. Vivid red background, plain color. Okay, so that means it is just red. And uh, Colorino calls it intensive red. Okay, and we finish up with my obnoxious green purse. Let's see what we get here. Examine button. It is the camera Flash. mode. On. Take picture button. Use photo button. Now, photo. it is the calculation button. processing. Please wait. Bright green background and dull yellow vertical stripes. Bright green background and dull yellow vertical stripes. Okay, and the vertical stripes were actually the pockets on the front of the purse. So. Those are probably the top three color identifying apps. And if you remember the right parameters for using the Seeing AI color identifying app, it actually doesn't do too horribly. I think though on this round, Examine Color Selection has it hands down. So this app I believe is free in the App Store. I would definitely write the developers and urge them to go to a little bit different model because it could probably be a lot more efficient, but it is very surprising accurate. So there we are for our new channels of seeing AI. Next time we'll pit the short text feature and the document mode feature against some competitors like Envision AI and Prismo Go. But guess what? I got a Christmas card and it's got handwriting. Wow! Let's find out if seeing AI can read it. Okay, we're just gonna put it down here. Now uh, it does not tell you when you are going to scan uh, whether you have everything in view. So it doesn't have that feature like the um, document scanner. But I'm going to put my camera in the middle of the one page where I think the signature is. And I'm going to raise up about eight Take inches. Picture. Take a picture. Take picture. Processing. Joyous greetings and best wishes for the new year. Dave, Singh, and Wood. 
<laughs> well, the Dave Singh and Wood. Um, Dave is my brother-in-law. His signature is very legible. Uh, Singh, I think, is my sister, whose name is Jennifer, and she probably wrote Jen. And Wood is, uh, actually, it did recognize this earlier when I tried it. Their cat's name is Wilson. And so it got the W at least, um, but that is pretty awesome. Um, I could actually read, get the, the signatures in the card. How cool is that? So there we go. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy whatever you celebrate, and uh, happy seeing AI. Good job, guys.